Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Joe Madden. Brian Bittler, Chris Ruffalo, Al McMorty. Al's going to have to jump after NBA. That's what he was saying. I had just, I hit the start button. He was still talking, but that's okay. He's got plenty of good things to say. Pick that Derby uh, payer yesterday. No one picked the Derby winner. I don't care who you are um, out there. I'm sure there are people saying, I knew it or any of that stuff, but whatever. Um, Yesterday was a big day for the upsets. Big day for the dogs. Um, in the boxing ring, on the racetrack, it happened pretty much everywhere. Canelo Alvarez was dominated in that fight um, is last night. Um, certainly a warrior, and I certainly love the way that he um, responded in the interview to that, and uh, certainly like a true champion. And, you know, we could talk about that in a little bit as well because uh, I think, you know, as a Mexican fighter, he has an expectation of him, of his people. And I think he did that, you know. I think, um, you know, he never stopped going, coming forward. He never changed his strategy. And he just said, you know what? This guy beat me. I'm not going to win every, every single, you know. It, it can happen. I started, I was 120 pounds. I'm fighting at 175 now. And, uh, you know, I'm no, no taller than, than you know, 5'5 five, five or something. And um, carrying this this much weight, and uh, you know, this guy just had really good spacing on me, and that's really what happened. Is he just was able to uh, really get the right distance on him, and that was the difference in that fight. Um, the, I was a little surprised that even though Canelo was dominated um, throughout the fight or appeared to be dominated, I was surprised that there wasn't a judge that had it a draw and then someone had with a ridiculous score for Canelo because that's normally the way the boxing goes and the fight goes as a draw. But um, they gave it a unanimous decision the other way and 18-1 uh, to 1, um, underdog there uh, for Bivol. So uh, if you parlayed him up with the Derby winner, well, enjoy the Maldives. Anyways, Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you, Mitch. Beautiful morning here, sun shining, so it's gonna be a good day. You happen to catch that horse race? I mean, there was a lot of tears no, shed. I didn't. Uh, I'll tell you that much by the winners and the losers. It was uh, <laughs> it was just one of those magical moments in sports. I don't think we've seen a winner like that since Arkong in the Breeders' Cup. Brian, uh, how are you doing today? Can't complain. Can't complain. Yesterday was a nice day for dogs overall. Chris Ruffalo, how's it going? Doing well. It's already started the morning with some soccer winners, and I'm ready to do it here in uh, MLB, NBA. Lots of action today. They got a little odd that Jerry Bailey was the one talking about it as one of the greatest upsets of all time when he was the one on Arkong that hit the wire at 99 to one in the Breeders' Cup. Um, I I don't know. Have you? It's I. We've seen some upsets in the Derby, but I think for me that's got to be the biggest, right? That I've seen. I I, I remember I had Frez. Um, I can't remember if it was the Derby or one of the other races, whatever it was, but it was fifty to one. Um, that was was that in the nineties? I mean, that was a long time ago. Um, but yeah, I was happy. I mean, I you know I was thinking about it because I had Epicenter to win in place, and you really when you think about the result, there weren't many. You know, uh, betting combination someone was going to have yesterday that was going to produce a profit with, with uh, you know, that horse coming out on top. So I, I was pretty happy with, um, you know, all of our clients here at Pick Dogs who joined us, who had Epicenter to win in place. It was a nice return on the investment. So, um, and it was a fun race. I, I was just as happy to see the other horse win, you know, and have our horse come in second because just for the story. So it was a lot of fun. 
Yeah, I, you know, and and Mike G is saying you know only casuals didn't know about uh, about about Bivol, and th- and that's true. You know, he was undefeated going into that fight, but in, if you haven't ever seen a Canelo Alvarez fight or boxing in general, um, usually guys like that aren't going to get a decision in Vegas. Um, it just doesn't usually work that way. So it really doesn't matter who's, who wins the fight and who doesn't win the fight. Normally on those fights, we see one card where it's, you know, 118, 112 Canelo, you know, or something like that on, on there. We did not see it yesterday. But anyways, I thought the horse race was absolutely, um, you know, just a shocker. And um, you could see the traffic, you know, bottling guys up. I think Epicenter maybe got used up a little bit. He got blocked and, and was able to get through. And I think probably that could have been the difference there for him. Um, for Mo Donegal, he was blocked two or three times there. He was also coming at the end, um, didn't quite make it. The three closers were all were the ones that were that were really coming hard at the end and were right there. It was a blistering pace out front. Messier, who led the way, I mean, finished fifteenth, sixteenth, I believe. Who, um, you know, it and he was right there until the last hundred yards or so. Um, he got passed late. So it was one of those uh, races, um, you know. You know if, he, if you put down 1,000 on Adam, on him, then he wouldn't have been 91 to 1. You know, that's basically the way that that works, unfortunately. In horse racing, it's like if you put down those kind of, if you put down money on a horse, it, it actually works against you as far as the odds go. But it, 1,000 in, in a derby pool probably isn't going to move it. But uh, it was it was definitely epic. Um, you don't you just don't see um, it every day. You know we've all hit big long shots at the track. You know I hit swing through. I remember seventy five to one in the last race at Belmont one day. You know, it's, you know it happens. You know I've hit. You know my wife is the is the queen of the um, IRS ticket at the track. You know she's paid for a lot of house renovations over the years with my wife's trifectas, but. Um, she did not have that one. I don't. I. I think when you have a horse in there that wasn't in the race, it's really hard to. Ha- it's. It makes it even more difficult. You know. And, and 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 the people who did have it, you know, they they also had seventy five other losers to go with that winning ticket because they're just taking the flyer in the long shot. Yeah, I think would the tri pay three hundred fourteen thousand for or the are the super paid that three hundred fourteen thousand on a dollar. <laughs> crazy that is uh that's why that's why people love horse racing you know it's like it does happen it happens you know not every day but it certainly ha- seems to happen a lot you know these these big bombs come in I, you know you get the this this all comes back to the same argument that we have during the breeders cup and you know you can look at the kentucky derby there's no crappy horses in the, in this field you know there's no they could say, oh, this horse doesn't have a shot or whatever, like Causeway, whatever, Causeway or whatever. It's like, we know, we bet on his grandfather. He could not get this distance, right? It was not good. It was like, I don't even understand why he's in the race. You know, it's like, if you're Causeway, your grandfather couldn't carry this distance. Your father couldn't carry this distance. Your uncle couldn't carry this distance. Your cousins can't carry this distance. You're not going to carry this, right? It's like, why are you in the race? Um, but uh, some of these others, uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see who comes back for next race and uh, who comes back for the Belmont. But uh, we know on the court yesterday, we had a 
controversial foul. Um, they called the foul before the shot there, and Celtics got two shots instead of three shots. They missed the second shot. So depending on where you had it, I actually bet the in-game. I had the Bucks minus one and a half on the in-game, and I ended up cashing on that. But I know a lot of pushes out there on that game. A lot of people money-lined um, both sides of it because of the tight line. But um, that was an interesting one. And we've got, you know, this is... We're at that point in the NBA playoffs where it's crystal clear. Just like there's no scrub horses in the Kentucky Derby, there's no scrub teams left in the NBA playoffs. Anybody can win this thing of the teams that are left. But we have in the first game, we have the Dallas Mavericks, our home dog here against the Phoenix Suns. Dallas was large and in charge. Game three, after uh, losing the first two games, they did it with defense. Um, the first two games, the Suns scored in the high one. They scored in the 120s in both those games. Last time out, not even a whiff of that. It was all the Dallas defense, and you know they could talk. You know we could talk about you know shots and all of that other stuff, but um, you know it was the defense because they shut the Suns down. Joe, what do you think about this um, matchup? I've got to roll with the Phoenix Suns here. I don't think the Dallas Mavericks can replicate the defense that we saw in that last game. I think we do see a better shooting day out of the Phoenix Suns in this one. And I think they get the win and the cover. So give me the Phoenix Suns laying them one and a half. How about you, Brian? Yeah, I'm going to take Luka, uh, score the first basket, plus 460. I'm going to take Jalen Brunson, over 18 and a half points. And Chris Paul, uh, Ninos's favorite player over 17 and a half points. So about the game itself, you just don't care. Well, I have I can't I have premium on both the side and the spread. So all right, we could have practiced. I came up with player props. All right, Chris Ruffalo. I thought he was going to say he was taking a Ruffalo on the game, but uh, no, I'm going to I'm going to take the over two uh, two fourteen and a half here. I think there is going to be some regression on both sides here, positive for the Suns. After I know we just said we weren't trying to talk too much about shots and the great defense Dallas Mavericks played, but Phoenix did miss their fair share, and I think some of those are going to fall today. And I I think this game finishes closer to the two twenty mark than uh, two fourteen and a half. Al, how about you? Well, you know, I, th- I thought Friday's game was a perfect uh, Dallas and the under. I actually had selections on both Dallas and the under in that game. You know, Phoenix coming off those extremely two high-scoring r- wins where they topped 120 points in both games, but that was then and this is now. You know, I don't have any pick dogs, uh, premium plays in basketball today, but I do favor the Phoenix side in this game. Uh, you know, that was their game to kind of give Dallas, so to speak. Um, Phoenix is going to win the series, I believe. Phoenix is 61 and 27 ATS as a road favorite off a straight up and against a spread loss, including 17 and 2 ATS when they're playing with revenge. The Suns, likewise, 32 and 14 ATS after failing to cover the spread by six or more points. And then Dallas, when they're playing an opponent with 333 or better win percentage, if Dallas is off a win, they're 16 and 34 ATS if their opponent. Um, has revenge. So, you know, I, I just think this is going to be one of those kind of uh, gentlemen sweeps kind of series where Phoenix is going to win today, go back to Phoenix, take, you know, take care of business, win in five. And that's all she's, you know, she wrote for Dallas. I don't know. I think this game is going to be a war once again. I think Dallas is going to try and drag it down to, uh, you know, drag it down to their level. And it's just a matter of 
if Phoenix can, uh, you know, come out of it. Dallas is a tough building too. And uh, I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, I gave out in the uh, parlay, the NBA parlay, Luca um, under 51 and a half points, rebounds and assists. That hits at an 80% clip. Um, the under 51 and a half for that. And generally always going to see aggressive numbers and overs on players that are superstars like that. So um, I like that. I don't have a premium play on this game either, but I lean to Dallas. Uh, I just think that the Suns look dominant in the regular season, but since they've come into the playoffs and I know Booker was out for a while, they haven't looked they maybe they peaked at the wrong time, or I'm not really sure. But I think today we're going to find out a lot about what what exactly this is going to happen in this series. And I don't think Dallas is going to go down easy. Um, that's for sure. I know all of the angles and the streaks favor the Suns here. Um, in in this type of spot is where they've you know where they've where they've been straight money. So, like I said, I like Dallas. I can't give it as a premium pick because everything else says Suns. You know, there's there, there's there, there's a lot of angles on Dallas as well. But the the big ones are the Suns, you know, and it's um to me it's like I can't give Dallas in good conscience as a premium when everything says Suns. Even you know, I want Dallas. <laughs> it's like I want them to win. It's like so it's like I can create angles, you know, and you want something to happen, you can create angles. And it's like I I think that I can't get far enough away from it to to make an honest opinion make an honest pick. So I'm just gonna say I want Dallas to win. I think they have a good chance. I think that if they're going to win, someone else is going to have to step up. We're going to need to see some, you know, an insane game from one of these other guys there. And that really what it is. But um, we head to Philadelphia where the Sixers were fined for their treatment of the Embiid injury in game three. Um, kind of, you know, really, I would have not played the game, to be honest with you. Instead, I ended up on the Heat. And I, I think... I still think the Heat are the better team. I think they win this game going away. And I think, you know, they're more prepared and they're more ready. And I think even with Embiid in there and, and the, the way the final score came out in that game, I think the Heat, um, you know, we saw them reel them in a couple times in that game. And then it kind of, at the end of the game, they kind of just took, they, the Heat missed about 150 shots in the first quarter. They, they, they shot horribly in that game. And I don't think it was Philly defense. I just think it was poor shot selection in there. And I think they just, they probably looked at, looked and looked at that film and they said, why didn't we just do this instead? Because they were, they were missing wide open threes, but there are wide open layups in there that they were giving up. And you got to take those, you know, especially on the road. But uh, Joel Embiid, certainly a factor, man, this guy is just ridiculous. Don't understand why I didn't warm up with the mask on. Um, if you're going to play with the mask on, why don't you warm up with the mask on all that stuff? I think that took away from his effectiveness in my parlay, gave out and beat over the 33. Um, I think it's 33 and a half or 30. I think it's 33 and a half points, rebounds and assists getting almost coin flip money, um, coin flip odds on something that hits at 70%. I don't know. This is, it's the betting tools, right? It's like, this is what they, this is what they show you. Basically, coin flip odds on that, and um, it hits at 70% rate. So, and that's, you know, to me, it's like the betting tools as far as these player props, which are super popular now, um, they kind of really put it all in perspective for you. It's like there is no argument, right? It's like, oh, Luca's going to do... No, well, 
80% of the time he doesn't, right? So if you're getting better than, you know, the odds that we're seeing like from the DraftKings and from um, Bet Rivers, and we have a relationship with both those books and it's like, we're not saying that they're bad odds makers or anything, but we're just saying that the public leaves these open holes and the books know that. They understand the public perception here. Which makes that Embiid number look a little shaky, you know? 0.3 Ben assist in the, in the low 30s. Big Al, what do you think of this game? Yeah, I think this game's tricky. Um, you know, I'm not playing this game either, but, you know, with the gun to my head, I would take the Miami side. Anytime you get a team off a blowout loss, you know, as, you know, what happened in game number three, you always want to take a look at that side, especially if they're on the road. Uh, in the second of back-to-back games. So I think the edge, you know, the intangibles are on the Miami side. You take a look at how road teams do off a 20-point road, you know, playoff loss when they're playing back-to-back road games. If, if the first game's a blowout loss, they tend to bounce back in the second game, 74 and 54 ATS going back to 1990. So that bodes well for Miami here. You also take a look at how the Heat uh, themselves have done, you know, off – uh, bad losses when they're on the road and Miami's off a 20 point or worse lost 33 and 10 ATS for those reasons I would take you know Miami in this situation but it's you know definitely not strong enough to ever make a premium play Chris yeah I mean she took a lot of the good words out of my mouth because I think Miami really just lost that game more than Philly really wanted in uh in game three, uh, you know, Joel Embiid, obviously the, the big name that we talk about, but Kyle Lowry came back in that game and I think really just threw off everything that Miami had going for them. They had solid guard play going with, you know, Gabe Vincent really sort of emerging in that Miami backcourt. And, you know, I think Lowry coming back, you know, he wasn't really effective and I think he just kind of threw everything off. I think, you know, the heat adjust for this game really sort of bounced back and, uh, and yeah, get themselves a win here. Maybe take the points if you want, but I, I, I like the heat on the money line as well. Brian. Yeah, and the game three had the 76ers. I think that game was won on emotion with Embiid. And the, but here, I think it separates the men from the boys here. I think you take the Miami Heat plus the points. I think they're the better team. They're better coached. And after getting punched in the mouth by 20 points, I think the Heat bounce back here and at least, very least, cover the spread. Joe? Uh, for myself, I think you can take the heat plus the points, sprinkle that money line, and take the under in this one. I think we see a lower scoring game. Again, with both defenses stepping up, I do think we'll see a better shooting night out of Miami, but still not enough to get over this two, 207 and a half. I think it definitely stays under this number. First one to 100 gets this win. I like the heat here. I think they uh, make a statement here, take it back to Miami and get some rest for the uh, next round before they play in the finals. But, um, Joe, what are you selling today? Pick dogs. Um, I have a five-pack today. I have two in the NHL, one in the MLB, and two in the NBA. So head on over there. As um, some of these games kick off, I'll make them into smaller packages for you guys as well. How about you, Brian? I'm trying for... Uh... Four straight winning days. I got my NHL total of the year for $30 at pickdogs.com premium picks. Or you can get my three best bets, my Sunday no limit three pack for $50 at pickdogs.com premium picks. It includes my NBA best bet, NHL best bet, Major League Baseball best bet. How about you, Chris? 
Yeah, I got uh, my Sunday MLB triple play. Three favorite MLB plays on the board today. Thirty nine ninety five, and also uh, for long term subscribers, I've got a uh, an NHL play in there as well. So check that out over PickTalks Premium. Al, no uh, no NBA for you. What do you have going on today? Yeah, I mean, I've, I, I will have NBA tomorrow, just not today. Um, uh, yesterday, you know, I cashed the under in the Milwaukee Boston game. So on a nice little forty, I think it's forty nine and twenty seven. My last seventy six in basketball. Uh, today I've got a triple pack in baseball, 34 and 17, last 51 on the base paths. I've got a play in hockey, I'm 14 and 3, last 17 on the ice. So a lot of good options today, just not on the hardwood. And um, I'll be back in action in the NBA tomorrow. And if folks would like to join, you know, with myself and one of the other champion handicappers here at Pix Dogs, do the two for one handicapper special. We got Jovan with us now as well. Jovan, we've gone over both the NBA games, and um, we're just right at this point. We're just gonna we're just asking um, what what you have going on today, pick dogs. Uh, so I have a three pack, um, all NBA. Um, you know that's basically about it. No baseball left that alone for the weekend. I'll still be doing that um, tomorrow, and. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll sell them separately also as um, single um, plays, but that's what I have. What do you think of these NBA games today? I know you have premium picks on uh, both of them, but any uh, any free advice here for everybody? Uh, the free advice I can't give out. Well, I, I think um, the officiating in the Phoenix... The uh, Dallas game is going to be, um, you know, pivotal. Um, as much as I want the Mavericks to uh, win and tie this series up, I just think that, you know, the Suns are going to, um, it's going to it's gonna be a close game late, but I think that there's going to be a few, I'm not going to say calls or anything like that, but I think that um, the way the officiated might go in this one, you know, it might lean a little more towards, um, the Suns, but you never know because they might want Luka Doncic, you know, they, to make, stretch this um, series out. But I just think that the Suns are just too strong and they'll have a commanding um, 3-1 advantage uh, coming out of this game. All right. You heard it from Javon. The fix is in. Um, I've got to... I'll say this. If, if the fix is in, I think the fix would be... I kind of misspoke with um the fix would be in more towards the Dallas side, you know, just to get Luka Doncic some, you know, some um some more games in the series. I've got um I've got an MLB three pack. I have a lot of other plays in there as well that aren't included in my three pack, and I have my solo uh, big play of the day as well. So all those over at PickDogs.com. You can see on the screen we're running a coupon for May. 15% off. You can only use it once. So that's per cart. So you could load it up with, you know, three, two capper 30 day packages or 10 yearlies or whatever. You can use it all for that. Or you can use it for a $15, $25, $30 pick. You know, it's, it's up to you, but you can only use it once. So make it count. And uh, we'll do a monthly special every year, every month. Last month, we did a free consensus report. This, this month, we're doing this. Next month, we'll figure it out. And then before you know it, it's Christmas. In July. Anyways, uh, go to Major League Baseball. 
can't remember this many rainouts. I mean, it, it's like not only is it rainouts, it's like late pitching changes across the board, you know, across the board. I knew we were going to see Kirby today in Seattle, but I didn't think it was going to start. He's been pitching in relief in, in the minors. And now all of a sudden they move Flexen out, put Kirby in, and the odds flip, you know, where the, the Rays were, were favored. Now they're dogs here against Seattle. So big changes um, across the board here. You know, Carlos Redon out in San Francisco, Junis in. Big change, you know. I mean, these are, these are, <laughs> these are big changes, and um, they're coming in late. But, uh, you know, baseball is more than starting pitching. We know that. Most starting pitchers, the bulk of them, especially the deeper you get into the rotation, only go four or five innings these days. So it doesn't really matter all that much. And, you know, you just keep it competitive. The games are won late with depth. You see it more and more. We saw it yesterday in uh, Arizona once again. Um, late game heroics by the Rockies. And uh, it just seems every day we're seeing a game like this. You know, depending on which side you are, either you're elated or your heart's been ripped out and tap danced on. And uh, speaking of that, Joe Madden, um, you know, who gets to spend this hour or so with us every day to question where her life took that turn, that this is where it ended up, that she gets to spend her Mother's Day with us. Um, Joe, we look at some of these early games, and we've got one that starts really in about an hour at Fenway Park. Michael Waka up against Dallas Keuchel. And then we have the Red, the Mets and the Phillies. Looks like they're actually going to play today, Brian. What's the weather there? The weather's going to be nice, but it's showing Tanner Houck's going to open that game for the Boston Red Sox now. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm seeing Houck yeah, huh. as well. I like the over. Um, <laughs> anyway, he was, he was hideous. The last, I mean, he, those, those home runs, I mean... Oh, my God. He got hammered. It was like he had one good inning. It was against the Angels, right? He was on the other side of that Otani thing. It was like he, they put him in, and it was like, oh, my. Was he on that one, or was it the other game? Either way, he got crushed. I mean, it was he, the Otani game. Oh, did he get destroyed in that game? Oh, my God. Anyways. <laughs> oh, and. Well, that changes things in well, that game for sure. Well, I'm, I might have to <laughs> Dallas Keuchel and, and and him. I like Waka. Oh. I think he's he's way yeah. underrated. I mean, of course, after Ron Romanelli's uh, Stephen Matt's comments, we don't see him here today. Maybe he's uh, trying to chase down all those baseballs that are flying out in the river in uh, in the bay in uh, in San Francisco. But, um, anyways, Chris Bassett up against Zach Eflin. Is that what everyone's seeing for Philly Mets? I was in game one. I was seeing Scherzer and Scherzer, uh, Gibson. Gibson. Game one. In, in the in the afternoon. All right, and then we have uh, Charlie Morton and Aaron Ashby for the Braves uh, Brewers. Big Al, you have to head on out, but we appreciate you joining us. Um, any Thanks, words guys. of wisdom to everybody out there for today's action? I know it's stay away from the NBA um, and uh, hammer baseball. Is that what it is? Or hammer hockey. <laughs> yeah, I think the best play today is in, is on the ice. All right, Joe Madden, uh, puck and crazy. Is it? Are we going to do puck and crazy Mother's Day edition? Yeah, not? I've, I've she's got brunch get it in as soon as possible. She's got brunch, so I do anyway, have brunch. I've got a <laughs> jump. Good luck to everyone. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there, and um, yeah, I'll be back with you guys next weekend. Thanks for joining us today, Al. We appreciate it. But anyways, 
we go back to these games and uh, Jovan, um, you want to take over here on this? Oh, with the with the um, first three the first slate of games. Yeah, the first three. All right. All right. Yeah. So the Red Sox game. Um. Yeah. This. I was. I was just by Fenway. Um. Not too long ago. Um. Running around. And um. Yeah. There's a lot of um, White Sox fans out there. You know. Um. But anyway, I I could only play the over in this one. I want to tell you the truth. You know, with Dan, um, with um Dallas Keiko and um. Tanner Hook um, on the mound. You know, it's kind of a low total if you ask me. I think it gets to at least five to four. Um, this total is right for the pick and for the over, I believe. How about you, uh, Chris? Yeah, I, I like the over now, especially now that, you know, Hauk's been switched in for, for Boston. But I'm also sticking with, with the Mets uh, in, in both halves of the doubleheader. I just think that even with yesterday's matchups with still Scherzer and Gibson, but I was I was still on the Mets even with Bassett against Eflin and now against uh, Christopher Sanchez. I still got to stick with the Mets, I think, for the uh, for the doubleheader sweep there. And I, and I also like the Milwaukee Brewers. I, I don't trust Charlie Morton as far as I can throw him. He's not the same uh, same pitcher that we've seen from, from last season. I think he's going to put uh, Atlanta in a bit of a hole here. He's not a first half of the season pitcher, and that's really what yeah. it is. Brian? Uh, yeah, for me in this uh, White Sox-Boston game, I'm going to take a crack with the Chicago White Sox here. You get nice plus money. White Sox seem to be on fire playing good baseball. And I think Keuchel, uh, how many starts are they going to give him to get blown up? And Tanner Houck, he could get blown up as well. So I'm going to take a shot here at the White Sox. And then uh, Mr. Reliable Max Scherzer, I think for that price, it's worth a, uh, a small play. Even though the Phillies are my team, I, I think the Mets are the right play here. Joe Madden. Yeah, for myself, I'm pretty agreeable with you guys today. I'm uh, going to ride with you, Brian, on the Chicago White Sox. I think they come out have a good game. I think that one definitely goes over the total. Now, I was looking at the under before with uh, Watcha in, but I think now this one goes over. And then give me the New York Mets to come out strong. Mets have just played the Phillies so strong, and I think they come out for a good game. And then I think the Brewers are the way better team, and we're getting plus money with them. Give me the Brewers here. They're strong on the road, 6-1 in the last a seven road games um and i the braves as a favorite have really struggled oh and five in their last five as a favorite what about you mitch i like the red Sox first five here against the white Sox. i think keiko gets absolutely crushed um whether or not tanner Hack, uh, gives up that many i don't know but i like the first five over i like yes runs first inning i like um the Red Sox first inning, Red Sox first five. I like um, probably the White Sox to win the game. So just a lot of, a lot of information there. And, um, you know, I just think that that's one of those games. It's an early start. And, it you know, generally I say, well, don't go chasing, you know, because the, it's the only game or whatever, any of that stuff. But this, with that pitching matchup, why not? <laughs> you know, it's like Dallas Keuchel, you stink, you know. It's like you hold on to this guy and you get rid of Redon. What the hell are you guys doing? Tony LaRusso's head doesn't fit through the door. I love the White Sox. I mean, they're my team. They're back to 500. They, this is a team that lost eight games in a row. They're 500 on the season. It's only 26 games. What's the cost games. difference between uh, Keuchel and Redon? 
cares? It's Chicago. It's the, it's the third biggest market in the country. It's not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. It's. They're. They're not. They're not the Cincinnati Reds or the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's the Chicago White Sox. It's the second largest, third largest TV market in the nation. It's the, it's the third largest city in the United States. It's Chicago. It's it's not you know it's not the Tampa Bay Rays. It's like they have the money. They, it's not they don't have. And believe me, if it's Frank Thomas, they had the money. You know, it's like it, they have the money. You know. It's Paul Canerco. They have the money. If it was Chris Sale and they think, and they thought he was going to stay healthy, they would have had the money. You know, they traded Chris Sale because they knew he was going to be damaged goods because he weighs 145 pounds and he throws this weird motion which can't possibly hold it together. You're going to have problems if you throw it. It's like just such an odd motion. It's herky-jerky. It, it's, it's putting the body in positions it shouldn't naturally be in. Anyways. Ruflo, don't say a word. I'm saying Keiko making 18 million this year. Yeah. And uh, Radon 22 million. Yeah. It's nothing. It's a cup of coffee in this league. It's it's two starts for Cole. It's really the difference there, you know. Anyways. Yeah. I I don't know. It's Tony LaRusa, you know. It's Tony LaRusa. We'll just blame it on him. I don't like him. He's a Hall of Famer. Tony La Russa, he ruined the game of baseball. Wow, I wouldn't say that. I would. I would. I would say Tony La Russa and Lou Pinella ruined the game of baseball. Sweet Lou. You can't say that about Sweet Lou Pinella. Ruined the game of baseball, and Tony La Russa made it worse. They changed When you have a, a manager that they have to change the rules for the betterment of the game to not allow them to do the crap that they do. I don't like that rule change. You should be able to change your pitcher whenever you want to. That's why your roster is set at a certain amount. That's why, that's why nobody watches baseball. No, I watch baseball. I like it. <laughs> you are boring. So. Just saying, if you have... And, you that, and that, that's you why you don't have a girlfriend. That's why. I know, I don't and, have a girlfriend. That has nothing to do with that. I think it does. That and your Star Wars collection. I don't have a Star Wars collection. <laughs> Just baseball cards. What's the last Star Wars movie that you saw? Whatever the last one was, but it was on Netflix, so I didn't pay to go see it. Okay, sure you did. Sure you did. Those aren't even the good ones. I fell asleep in the last one. Anyways, I'd way rather have her done than Dallas Keuchel. Given the choice, which they had, they had the choice, and and they took, they took Keiko. Um, everyone knows I bet against the Phillies every single game, so I have the I have the Mets in both of those games. I automatically bet against the Phillies every single game, so it's a great strategy. It works extremely well. Pays for all this crap. The Orioles and the Royals are rained out, right? Is that what happened here? I have it listed. Did it rain out? I don't know. Maybe that was just a pitching change. Shouldn't have. Maybe just the pitching change. I see postponed. Yeah, because I got Lyles and Grinky matching up in game one. Show postponed. Let me see what um, what that four-letter word says. 
Is Al Ninos? I still that, see it up. Oh, Al Ninos is here. Oh. Bring him in. There he is. Welcome, Al. How are you this morning? Doing good. How are you? Super duper. He should be in a good mood. The Dodgers won both games yesterday. <laughs> I still show the game listed, so maybe it is being played. Oh, maybe they just did the pitching change because these guys were listed as the, like it was supposed to be Zimmerman against Granky. Which yeah, I, was so I see Zimmerman and Lynch now. Oh. We're not going to get any good odds on that, are we? Anyways, um, Al Ninos, these first three games, we went over the Red Sox, White Sox, the Mutts, and the Phillies, and the... What was the other beauty that we checked out? It was the... Braves. Braves and, and the Brewers. Charlie Morton and Aaron Ashby going at it in Atlanta. What do you think of these three? Anything? Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, yeah, uh, I like the Mets. Uh, probably Mets minus one there. It's a little juicy. And uh, well, that Brewers Braves should be a good game, but I don't know. What was the third one? You said sorry because Mets, White Sox, Red Sox is the other one. Yeah, Starts in just about an hour. As much as I hate to do this, I would uh, I have to go uh, Red Sox minus one. Uh, just Keiko, yeah, not very good lately, and uh, Waka has been better than I think uh, than I thought he would be. So, see if he can keep it going against uh, the White Sox that have struggled on the road. And yeah, Mets minus one is probably the one I like best. Though. All right, we move to our next set of games. That that took a while. We got the Orioles and the Royals. For uh, game one of their doubleheader, Yankees and the Rangers, game one of their doubleheader, and the Reds and the Pirates, who played a doubleheader yesterday, the Reds' winning streak ending in a hurry. Um, they did get the win. Uh, they got win number four. They're they're on their way. Four and twenty three on the season now. Um, that is uh, about as bad as it gets. Al Nino's, what do you think of these three games? Uh, yeah, I'll do the, uh, over in the Yankees game. Not too much interest in the other ones. Might take a shot with the Royals first five, but not even crazy about that. That's about it for me there. How about you, Jovan? Yeah, so, uh... I'm going to stick with Jordan Lyles um, in Baltimore for game one. I know he's facing Zach Grinke, um, but, yeah, I think they're just um, you know, playing the better form of um, baseball. So until further notice, I'm on a Kansas City fade. And um, also, are we touching up on the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game? Yes. Yeah, I'll... I really don't want to do this, <laughs> but I'll, I'll roll with, I'm going to roll with the Reds. I can't allow it. I'm sorry. <laughs> can't allow it? No. <laughs> it's either Pirates or no bet. <laughs> I, just, I, I just think that, um, I, well, Tyler Mally, um, he, he got blown up his last game. Am I correct? I think he just bounces back for some reason. Don't Don't shoot the messenger. 
<laughs> Ruffalo? <laughs> we'll just take it out on Ruffalo instead. Chris, what do you think? That's okay. I've, I've been used to it for the last three years. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the over in that Pirates-Reds game. I know both stink offensively, but those, that pitching matchup is absolutely atrocious. Thompson has not been good at all this season, and Tyler Molly. You know, he normally struggles at home to begin with, and now you put those two struggling pitchers in a band box like like a Great American Ballpark with a total of eight. Yeah, I like the over there. And I, I, I like uh, I like the over in that Yankees and, uh, and Rangers matchup, Dane Dunning and Garrett Cole. I think we see a bunch of runs on the board here. If it's not from the starters, it'll be from the bullpen. So give me, give me the over seven and a half on that one. Um, the get-in price is three bucks at uh, Great American today for the Mother's Day keychain giveaway. Um, you get a hot dog. Too? Oh, what a great gift to give your mom a keychain! <laughs> well, you'll th- three bucks, man, is the get-in price from three dollars. <laughs> so, so in section four hundred four, if you want to move it up, step it up, be the big. Sp- Big Bittler spender. You can get to section 404 out of section five out of section five oh nine for four bucks. I don't sit in the cheap seats. Well, I don't think there's I don't think you'll have a choice in Cincinnati today because um seventeen bucks for section one twelve. <laughs> That's really not um nothing pretty about it. That is right at third base. Seventeen dollars. You seriously couldn't get chicken nuggets at City Field for that. Couldn't get a beer at Rogers Center for that. Wow. Yeah, all these ones in the in 103, 17 bucks. <laughs> and these are, uh, this is brutal. Wow. America's pastime. Brian, uh, Brian, what do you like in these games? It is America's pastime. I might be a sucker here, but I'll take the Pittsburgh Pirates here plus money. It's just uh, I think Mayo's the better pitcher for the Reds, but I think if you can get him out of the game, Reds bullpen, anything's possible. They find ways to lose games. You're going to give me plus money with the Pirates. I think I'll take it. Texas Rangers plus one and a half here for me. Uh, right before these uh, multiple rainouts, the Rangers have been playing pretty solid baseball. Garrett Cole, you never know when he's going to blow up. So I'll take the run and a half with the Rangers. And then game one, Royals and Orioles. I'm going to roll with the uh, Royals in game one with Granke on the mound against my boy Lyles. I think uh, I think this is a split here. I think the Royals take game one. Visitors on deck circle, 27 bucks today in Cincinnati. There we go. I like that. $27. You can sit right like at the on deck circle. Yell at the players. If I lived if I lived across the street, I'd go to the game for sure. That's a value there. I lived in Cincinnati. It was it's actually not a horrible place to see a game, Great American. Not horrible. Joe? Uh, for myself, I love the over between the Texas Rangers and the New York Yankees. And I think Brian's on the right path, taking the Texas Rangers on the run line, plus that one and a half. But I think you sprinkle on the money line here, looking for them to pull off an upset in game one. I don't think they do it in game two, but I think game one might be there. It's strong against left-handed starters. So they have every opportunity at plus 195. I think it's worth a little bit of a sprinkle on that one. And then give me the Baltimore Orioles here. I think they're the stronger team. I think they're going to have um, a good game. They do struggle um, against lefties. We have a lefty up, don't we? Or is the pitching change? Is it still Granky? Yes. 
Frank. Okay, so he's a right-hander, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, the Royals have just really struggled um, in Baltimore. So, no, sorry, not in Baltimore. Overall, going 1-5 and five in their last six. Overall, 2-7 and seven in their last uh, nine road games. So I can't trust them here on the road to get it done. I do think we see this one come in under the total. Um, four and one in the last five meetings to that under. Joe, you know, we don't pull any punches here. We ask the hard-hitting questions. Um, what would you rather have that ticket to the Cincinnati Reds game for Mother's Day gift? The macaroni necklace or the uh, ticket to the Reds game? Ooh, that's a hard one. Macaroni <laughs> necklace, please. All right. <laughs> one macaroni necklace for Joe Madden. You ever get the macaroni necklace? Yeah, we got yeah that. <laughs> I, I have a couple, and I still have them. And then I have this butterfly that my son made, um, and I actually wear it every Mother's Day. He made it when he was like four. It's like a little pin, and it's like felt. And you should so, wear the macaroni. Yeah, going on? You should wear the macaroni necklace. Well, I've <laughs> got to find that. I don't actually know where the macaroni necklace is. I've got, got one. I got one. I can wear it. <laughs> He said, I got one in my sock drawer downstairs. Nice. Nice. Well, if you would marry Joe for the green card, you could let her borrow it. But until then, it's going to stay in that sock drawer. Not too funny. No green card for Joe for Mother's Day. Anyways, uh, I I like the Rangers here. I bet against the Yankees every game, and I don't really care what anybody says about it. I will continue to do it. I'm getting plus 200 on my money. All I need to do is win one of these two games, and I win money today. I will take it, and um, I think I like my chances. Cole is a dumpster fire. It's the most overrated, overpaid piece of crap in baseball, and uh, we will see it again today as those Rangers bats go party time on the Yankees. The thing is, is the difference between the good teams and the bad teams. Ninos, you, you say anything? I'm going to mute you. the The thing is, uh, the thing, the thing, the thing is, is that um, you know I saw you. I saw you. The thing is, is that. The difference between the good teams and the bad teams in baseball is the depth. It really is. That's the biggest difference is the depth. And it's like when you have three days off like that, well, you got all, you're, you don't have to worry about it. And the Rangers, I think their starting lineup, we saw it when they played the Blue Jays in Toronto. They hammered it away with them. They can hammer away with them. And with Cole pitching, you're going to see some balls flying out of Yankee Stadium for the Rangers because he stinks. I don't, I don't care what you say. The numbers are the numbers, and his career shows that he, even when he doesn't have blow-up games, he has blow-up innings, and he's got almost every game in his career he has one. And these guys will make you pay. Rangers, all day, twice on Mother's Day. You get a free carnation with admission. <laughs> nice. All right. Connor Pinking, Pilkington on the mound for the, for the Guardians. Heard uh, Jovan say that in his video last night. I had to look him up. Then we have the Twins up against Oakland. Man, that was a quick, good game. That was the way baseball should have been should be played yesterday. One nothing, out of dodge. He was like one nothing, game over. Two hours and ten minutes or something. They were done. It's like all right, let's go do something else. I like it. And the Astros. These guys can't hit their way out of a paper bag. Jake Odorizzi on the mound here for the uh, for the Strohs. For the for the Tigers, the pitcher is Peralta. Oh boy! So if you can't hit Peralta, 
Time to get a new hitting coach. Joe, what do you think about these three? Well, I think they're going to have to hit Peralta. So I'm going to go on the over in this one. I think we have a higher scoring one. Houston's bats have to get hot at some point, And I think this is the opportunity today. Give me the Minnesota Twins here. I think they have another fantastic game. Um, eight and oh in their last eight games. I'm not stepping in front of them for this one. And then give me the Toronto Blue Jays with Manoa starting here. I think he's too strong. I think we can take them on the run line to get a nice a big win. They're so strong off that loss going 22 and four in their last 26 games following a loss and against left-handed starters they are also strong nine and two in their last 11 games brian what do you think i think in that group in the games here uh my square patty game of the day is probably going to be taking the toronto blue jays with manoa on the mound he's been absolutely fantastic if you look not up, last time he's been absolutely fantastic all season not last game he wasn't well, his, his numbers for the entire season as a total. Right, but last game he got crushed. Uh, I'm not worried about it's it. too that. fat. That's just one game. I didn't say it was too fat. Time. I didn't say it. And if uh, the Pilkington, however you pronounce his name, O'Connor here, he's been he's pedestrian minor league numbers, 12 and 16, 397 ERA. So I think the Blue Jays have enough to get it over that at one and a half. So if I'm going to take a square patty, it'll be the Jays. I'm going to take the Oakland A's plus the one and a half here. I don't think Chris Paddock is a minus 180 pitcher here. Jeffries has got blown up two starts in a row, but uh, I trust in the Oakland A's here to keep it close. Ruffalo. Yeah, I'm going to come running to the defense of Alec Manoa here. He did pitch fairly well in that last game. It was the bullpen that that blew up on him. It was, uh, that's been the problem for the Blue Jays all season. But uh, I, I do like the Jays on the run line. Uh, that's, I think, probably one of my better plays of the day. But I also like... Um, I like the Houston Astros. I don't love the price, so maybe if it's a parlay piece or maybe you go towards the, the run line. But uh, like I said, if you can't get hits off of Willie Peralta, put runs across the board, you need to find a new new game plan. You think the Astros are, instead of trying to, like, um, you know, find the open spot and just swing away at the ball, just swing for the fences every single time and with the soft ball, it, they just have it's just warning track power, what used to be home runs? Yeah, I, I think and That's so. what it looks like to me. Yeah, I, well, I think there also has to be something to be said for just, just you know, not having any offensive mojo going on early on this season because you can say that you know they have warning track power and that could be the case, but again, you still kind of you know place put plays, but you got to hit you know singles here and there. You sometimes have to play small ball. You can't always rely on the uh, on the long ball. And just Houston Astros just haven't been consistent offensively this season. I think relying on power might be a bit of a fool's game on their part. Jovan, what do you think of these games? Yeah, I got to roll with Alec Manoa on the run line. As long as he pitches seven strong, I think that um. You know, they should be able to win by margin. As far as I'm concerned, you know, um, he pitched a good game last game against the Yanks. He, you know, and I think against the Cleveland Guardians, he does the same thing. And uh, Toronto should be able to muster some runs out of Pilkington. So, and also take a shot with Minnesota. Just that's just a fade of the um, athletics. You know, they've been losing. I think they're on a nine-game losing streak, so let's make it number 10. Ninos? Sorry. Um, yeah. Uh, well, sorry. Uh, 
Where were we at? Okay, uh, I like the over in the Astros game. I like the over in the uh, Blue Jays game, but not as much as I like the over in the Astros game. And the third game there was, sorry. Also, uh, speaking of the Blue Jays game, I think I think Cole's going to have some work to do to make his case for the most uh, overrated player after uh, that performance by Bieber yesterday. But uh, anyways, sorry, risking the mute button there. Uh, I don't really care. Again, but uh, it, does, it, it doesn't make Cole not make $36 million and get shelled last September and October. He got crushed. When the chips were on the table and they needed a win, he got crushed, okay, at minus 280. And you were on him. Then Bieber? Yeah. Hey, Bieber was plus 145. Way, way value. Cole was minus 280. He got slaughtered twice that was, that when they needed him most. Crushed. They were going up against each other. No, I'm talking about last year and when they needed when they needed the games in September and October. When your money man is on the mound, when he's supposed to deliver for you, okay. When you paid him this big ass salary for, he got shelled. He got crushed. He had a chance to stand up and say, "I am the man." Like Nolan Ryan, someone hit someone would have thrown someone would have hit the ball that hard up in Nolan Ryan. The next guy, it's coming right in his ear. Cole, he just got shelled. I mean, just crushed and just embarrassingly had to walk off the mound with his head down like this, like he always does. He's, he's pathetic, man. It's like you pay a guy thirty six million a year, he better be a leader. You know, it better be Jeter. You know. Not this, not this clown, you know. Mm. This guy's, I mean, sad that that this is this is where your money is going, you know, is to pay this guy's salary, you know, sixteen and eight with a three point two three. I'm sorry, that's not thirty six million a year. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to put him on the same level as Kershaw, but uh, but I mean, we've seen Kershaw have struggles in the playoffs too. I mean, October fifth. You know, 2021 at Boston six Yankees two two innings four hits three runs three earned two bombs 50 pitches that when you need them most October 5th September 29th six innings nine hits five runs all earned two bombs when you need him most to win your division your 36 million dollar man that's what you get that's what you got for $36 million. I, I don't care what anybody says. When you need him most, September 19th, 5.2 innings, 10 hits, 7 runs, 7 earned, 2 bombs again. This is no fluke. Big game, $36 million, man. Big time players step up in big time games. Roy Halladay, you stuck him in the playoffs in that spot. What did he do, Brian? Perfect no freaking game. Mm. Right? Greg Maddox, Tom Glavin, the, the best pitchers of our generation. What do they do in those spots? Mow them down. Chew them up. Spit them out, man. Max Scherzer, Justin Verlander. These are the guys. How is this guy even considered in the same sentence as them? I don't know, man. Outside of that, not a bad guy. <laughs>
<laughs> I just say the numbers don't, the numbers show what the numbers show, you know, that he has the ability for 15 strikeout game in August. September and October, Benito Santiago. Yeah. Anyways, it's it's May, so let's see what he can do now. Yeah, one step at a time. But yeah, no, that's 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 true. I mean, it's, he got crushed. They needed him most. When, when you yeah, needed him most, two innings. Step up when seven hits, seven earned, two bombs. Three times. Not just once. All right. I think the Twins was the last game on that panel, right? On the, yes. Uh, the, yeah, so I'm going to go Twins uh, minus one for that last one. I'm going to go against everybody here and take the Guardians with Pilkington. He's not bad at all. <laughs> the last the last two times he's played in the majors, he hasn't allowed a run. This guy is, is pretty good. He's, yeah, he's, he's a career minor leaguer. He goes two innings, though. Some hard numbers, though. He's a four-year A triple A for minor league overall numbers, 3.97 or so. I don't know. Two innings, I two hits, no runs against the Yankees. At plus 156. Yeah, plus 212 against, against the Giants. Two innings, no hits, two strikeouts. <sighs> Against the Giants. One inning, no hits. He's given up two hits. Entire major league career, which is limited. He's not a career minor leaguer, Brian. He was only drafted in 2018. Well, he has a lot of games started in the minor leagues. <laughs> not a lot, but he has a good point. He has a good sample size where you can make a determination that he's mediocre minor leaguer. Anybody with a four, close to a four year A. That's not a. Sandy Koufax numbers. So. I don't know. I'm, I've gotten square patty games wrong before, so, you know. Can't, can't stand Cole. Can't stand him. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't, I just don't see it. I didn't see it when they gave him the money, and I, I don't see it today. You know, he's not that guy. You know, That's I could see cool, Verlander or Scherzer. You know, I, I there you can at least justify it. You know, been there, done that type guys. Not this guy. Even Radon. I'd rather Radon than Cole. Brian's like, I'll take Jordan Lyles over that guy. <laughs> I think Cole never won the Cy Young, though, did he? No, nah, absolutely not. <laughs> no way. Bieber did though. See, <laughs> of course he did. Bieber did. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. you gotta you gotta understand. Like, yeah. if you put those two pitches, you know, face I'd, to face, I'd take and just just on stuff alone, you know, Bieber Bieber stuff versus Garrett Cole stuff is just you know uh, a notch above. Like the fastball, you're getting straight heat from Garrett Cole, which means his if someone gets contact. It's going straight over the, over the fence, you know. Where, whereas Bieber, he has movement on his fastball, you know what I mean. So, you know, I look at Garrett Cole as a number two starter, really. But he had a couple good years in Houston, so he got that big contract. That's what happened. Al Ninos, how much does Bieber make per year? 
I'm not sure. I, I don't what do you think? Take a so take a stab. Yeah, so. Take a guess. Take a guess. I'm, I'd be horrible. I have no idea. Just guess. Wild guess. Just you know, Cole makes thirty six. So what does he think Bieber makes a year? What does he make? 10, 20? 10, six 20, million. Six. Six. That means you can get six of him yeah. for one call. Yeah, okay. It's called six bargain. times better than him. His next contract. No, 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 definitely not. Definitely not. He no. doesn't he he doesn't have another contract due until twenty twenty five, Brian. That when that's that's it? the book on Bieber. When did he, and he should it? fire his agent then. Yeah, when did he sign it? See, that's why I think those long-term deals are great because at the end of the contract, you're getting such great value on your player. He signed it on March 23rd, 2022. Wow, he should fire his agent. That's terrible. As much as I bash on him, he should fire his agent. That's true. He sucks so and he should fire his agent. He sucks and he's not making enough money. (laughs) It's It's like... which one is it? <laughs> Which well, one is after it? After winning with Cy Young, he signs that. That's pretty wild. Anyways, I like I like Oakland here against the Twinkies, and uh, I like the Guardians, and uh, I like the Tigers against the Astros too. I like all the dogs today. People are going to be saying mother a lot today, I think. <laughs> the sports books are going to be saying a lot of it. Um, anyways, Phillies against the Mets game two. We got the Angels against the Nationals and the Giants taking on the Cardinals. Uh, Al Ninos, we'll let you start off this time so we can rip into your comments as a group. What do you, who do you like? Uh, again, I got to go with the Mets here. Um, and I think maybe take the Cardinals and sorry. The third one was angels and nationals angels minus one. Yeah. They got the big pitching edge today. Fell short yesterday, but I think they bounced back today. Jovan. Patrick Sandoval, big pitching edge, career ERA in the mid fives. Well, I'm I'm not gonna say that, but um, I will say that they'll bounce, that they should bounce back after yesterday's um debacle. You know, so I'm gonna switch courses. I was on Washington yesterday. I'm on the Angels today, and that's gonna be on the run line. Um, uh, I'll take a shot with Colorado, even though um. I don't. Yeah, I'll take a shot with Colorado. I think that um that little that meltdown that Arizona had that that might uh affect them today. Um, so I'll take that plus money. Chris. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm still gonna stick with the under in uh, Washington and the Angels. Fede hasn't pitched that bad. He's only given up more than two earned runs in only one of his starts this year. It's just a matter of Washington's offense really letting him down. And for me, Patrick Sandoval, not a minus 208 pitcher. But I do think we could have a, a bit of a duel here. So I like the under in that one. I'm going to stick with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Zach Gallon's that staff ace. And, and Herman Marquez has just been absolutely dreadful. Yeah. So I have four earned runs in each of his last four starts. And I think I think the Diamondbacks come through here behind Gallon and uh, 
and get a win here. Is that even in this grouping? I thought it was. Well, Iraqi style was. Was? I thought. No, I thought we went A's, Twins, Giants, Cardinals, Angels, Nationals. But that's okay. It is now because Ruffalo says so. <laughs> Color outside the lines, baby. Be your own person. Just be your own person, Chris. Never park in the lines anyways. So. Brian, what do you think? Uh, maybe I'm going to get suckered into this one, but I'll take the Colorado Rockies with Marquez on the mound. Gallon is one of my guys, but the, the price is just really high for the, the Diamondbacks here. Maybe that's meant to scare me off, but I'll take a chance with the Rockies here. And uh, I agree with Giovanni here. I'm going to take the Angels, but I'm going to lay the, the minus one and a half here. Uh, Sandoval, I do worry about him regressing to the back of his cart, but Eric Fetty, uh, I think he's a pitcher to easily give up three, four, five runs, and the Angels need to bounce back off of yesterday's disaster. Fede's given up one run, two runs, seven runs, two runs, and two runs. So he's got the same pitching line as Garrett Cole, actually. Um, you know, or maybe even better. But anyways, uh, Joe, what do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to roll with the Arizona Diamondbacks in this one with Zach Gallen. I think he has a great game. And we see the Diamondbacks hitting nicely off right-handed starters. So I think they have a great opportunity in that one. I like the LA Angels as well on that run line, like Jovan was saying. I think they're just so solid in game three of a series. I think they've gone 8-0 in their last eight in those game threes and in the interleague games four and one in their last five as a favorite. I think they just come out and hit nicely off Freddie today. The Nationals have also struggled in LA going two and seven in those or two and five in the last seven meetings. And then give me the San Francisco Giants to come out for a nice a big win in this one. I just like how they're playing at home right now. And I think they'll have a solid day. All right. Um Can't get behind most of those, but um, I like the Tigers. Wow. Go to our next set of games. We got Seattle, Tampa Bay. Interesting one. Super. It became super interesting because the Rays have dominated. I mean, this series. But George Kirby put in here to start for the Mariners. He is the guy, right? He is the future, the savior, the the better than Cole. Right? I mean, this is the guy. This is the guy, right? So we're going to see exactly what he is. That he had got moved to the bullpen, did not make the Mariners' um, opening day roster. No one's surprised that he's on the team now, and this is probably could um, sell off all of his possessions at his minor league <laughs> home because I don't think he'll be heading back anytime soon. Um, this guy is supposed to be the guy. And we're going to find out today because they're up against it with the Rays. Uh, he's been pitching in relief in the minor leagues because um, that's the way that they saw him here. His best chance to make it with the big club was to be as a reliever. So they moved him into relief in in um, the minor leagues. And that's where he's been pitching. But today he makes the start. Um, 1.82 ERA in the minors, 32 strikeouts in 24 innings. Um he's been everything that they said he was going to be, but he did get beat out, um, you know, for the opening day roster by Matt Brash. So who knows? Um, the Rays, probably not a team that's going to be too intimidated by this. I'll tell you, there's a team that's not going to really care too much. It's probably these guys, you know, 
these guys don't seem nothing seems to bother them all that much. Um, I guess if you have Wander Franco and you know company, you, you don't have a lot to worry about. Um, you know, with all these young players, I, what's Wander Franco going to be making in a few years? Um, anyways, we got that one. We got Trevor Rogers, the king of the of the yes run first inning, going for the Marlins against the uh, San Diego Padres. Got Jordan Montgomery on the hill for uh, for the Yankees. He looked like a mortal finally last time out. Got up against Glenn Otto. So John Gray was slated for one of these two starts today for the Rangers, but he's not going now. And then you've got. Uh, Bruce Zimmerman and Daniel Lynch in the game two in Baltimore. So tomorrow we have daytime baseball too. We have two games. We got Rangers, Yankees, and Orioles, Royals. A one, twelve uh, thirty uh, Eastern time start and a one thirty, I believe it is Eastern time start for Monday. So we'll have daytime baseball on Monday. Um, extra games, more sports, daytime weekday sports, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and don't then Dodgers Cubs. I what? I was just saying, don't forget Dodgers Cubs. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there, Brian. I'm getting there. I was just talking about that this game, that this series plays again tomorrow. That's all I was saying. So easy there, Slugger. Got it. We're here. We're on course. Joe, what do you have with your uh, brunch? You do the mimosas, Bloody Marys, or just a glass of scotch like normal? <laughs> no, um, so we're headed um, downtown in the city, so I don't know. Probably just a mimosa. I like pineapple mimosas. Nice. It's kind of like that Seinfeld episode where they go out with Elaine's father for uh, dinner, and he's, George is like, uh, give me a soda with no ice. And then he's like, I'll have a scotch with plenty of ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I can't drink scotch, that's for sure. All right. No scotch for Joe with her brunch. No I'll have the eggs benedicts and a glass of scotch. I actually do love eggs benedicts, so that's a good call, Mitch. I probably will get that. All right. That's I'm used to ordering four. I'm I'm, I'm a big order four person. It's order for everybody. I love ordering. Nice. I, I do. For the table. <laughs> it really pisses people off. It's like, what? That's not, that's not what I was going to. We're good. <laughs> we'll have uh, <laughs> for the table. We'll just pick at it. <laughs> nice. All right. What do you think of these games? Uh, so we're at the last grouping. Correct? Yeah, got George Kirby through the uh, Cubs. Yeah, I got to roll with uh, the Seattle Mariners here with Kirby up. Um, I also look at how well the Mariners have done um, in game four of a series. So strong in that position going 13 and three in their last 16. They're also great at home as a favorite. So give me the Seattle Mariners here. Um, the Rays also struggled in Seattle going six and 13. I got to roll with the Padres. They beat the crap out run. of them in every game in the series. <laughs> they're they beating the, I, they're, really, I mean, I they're woodshedding them, Joe. It's like they're not struggling. They, the, the Mariners scored a run last night, and the Rays hit a grand slam the next inning. It was like it has not been close. It's every game. No, I don't think it continues. In fact, I think they've covered the run line on them six in a row. 
six in a row. I believe so. I believe so. So, okay. In Seattle? I believe so. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Because they are six and 13 in their last 19 meetings in Seattle. So when they won, they've won big. Yes. And I believe they're all, I believe they're the last six games. Okay. I don't think it continues. I think. I think okay. we're due. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I, I call everybody else out. So I'm call you <laughs> That's okay. I'm always fine with you calling me out. I'm going to roll with the San Diego Padres here. I just, um, I like them. I think Miami's going to struggle against uh, Musgroves here. They struggle against right-handed starters going on five in their last five games versus them. And then um, the LA Dodgers and Chicago Cubs. I'm going to roll with the Dodgers here to have a nice, strong game. They've uh, won all of the last five meetings against Chicago. And with Bueller, I can never pronounce his name right. There's too many vowels in there. Ferris Bueller. Bueller up. Yeah. I think um, they have every opportunity to get a huge win here. Brian, Bueller taking the day off here? Or, uh... Well, I'm going to agree with Joe, in the, at least with the Rays and Mariners. I think the Mariners get a much-needed win here since they've lost, what, six in a row. Uh, I'll, normally, I like to fade the big-time star rookie pitcher, but I'll take Kirby tonight for a small wager. And then uh, I'm going to trust my guy, Trevor Rogers to have no runs first inning combined with Musgrove, and I'll take the Marlin, Marlins overall for the upset. And then I'll take the Chicago Cubbies after yesterday's debacle. I lost both $100 bets on the Cubs. But uh, this is a national TV game. Uh, I think Stroman steps up big time in the spotlight here. Uh, I know Walker Buehler's good, but I, I think the Cubs can take this one. All right. If you're heading to that game, get that souvenir 1984 play, play, <clears throat> pretzel from the concession stand. Run you about eleven bucks at Wrigley these days, Chris. <laughs> Commemorative edition pretzel. Oh man, it's it. like you get the pretzel at Wrigley, and it's like it's cold, and it like it just like one of those ones. It just like crumbles, you know, like as you're eating it. It's like oh man. It's, it's like it's like why is the salt always like soggy on those things, right? That it's like, it's like did someone drop this in a sink or something? It's like that's always yeah. my greatest fear is to have a soggy pretzel that someone dropped in the sink. Oh man, How, why are they always soggy like that with the salt? You know, like that's your greatest fear. <laughs> when it comes when it comes to pretzels, absolutely. There's other ones, but. <laughs> That's probably at the top of the list, pretzel-related anyways. Um, the only game I really like in this group is the San Diego Padres. I, I've, I've said for anyone who listened, I think Joe Musgrove is, is the staff ace there. I, I forget about Darvish or anyone else. I, th- I think it's Joe Musgrove. He's been locked out from the year. And as much as I like Trevor Rogers, he's just he hasn't been getting the run support. Miami hasn't been all that consistent as of late. I think Musgrove shuts down the... Uh, Shuts down the Padres and helps San Diego get some revenge after uh, being shut out yesterday. According to the betting tools, the Angels 0-4 on the run line following the loss. Jovan? Yeah, so, yeah, I got to I gotta continue to fade the, um, the Mariners. You know, they'll lose seven straight. Um, they can't hit lefties. Ryan Yarbrough, I have to believe he's going. He's a lefty, so... Um, I think the dominance continues in in this um, series, um, so run with the Rays. Um, and 
You know, I got to agree. Um, San Diego, I like Joe Musgrove and what he brings to the table. You know, um, he's, it, it seems like he's finally coming into his own. You know, um, he found, found a nice home in um, San Diego. So, you know, going up against Trevor Rogers in his um, 6.14 ERA, I, I like a, I like, I like, um, I like the Padres in that game. So, how many pitches is Kirby slated to pitch in that game? Anybody know? Sixty, because the Rays can do that to you in an inning or two. So. Why would he only pitch sixty? Because it's his first major league start, and he's yeah, the, he's, been started, he's been starting. No, he hasn't. He's been pitching in relief. He's been pitching out of the bullpen. He's been going five innings in the minors. He is slated for... Doesn't say. Five innings in his last four games in the minors. It doesn't mean anything. How many pitches? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Anyways, I'll look this it up. Year in the, this year in the minor leagues, he's he's started five games. He's thrown 24 innings, a 1.82 year, right? 0.89 whip. So five, five starts. That doesn't say how many. Yeah. Less than five starts. Anyways, El Ninas, what he got in the slot? Yeah, uh, I loved the Rays yesterday. Uh, today, not as much, but I think if I had to pick a side here, I have to keep rolling with the Rays. Um, still think they have the better lineup. And, well, Yarbrough, he's not their best option, obviously, but, you know, that, that ERA is obviously just one bad start. So... Um, I think he does just well enough, and he gets just enough run support. I mean, yeah, Kirby uh, said he's, uh, I guess, uh, he scared me off making this a premium player, betting it too much, I guess, but I still think the Rays got the job done here. And uh, I like the overs in uh, the Padres game. I like the overs in the Dodgers game. It's not like the Rays have never seen a good pitcher before. Um They've won, um, the Rays have won eight in a row on the road, on this road trip. They're, you know, World Series team two years ago. Like I said, this Kirby is sensational. I'm probably going to win a lot of money on him many for many years to come. I just don't know if today's that day. I think uh, maybe even if he pitches well. The bullpen looked hideous yesterday, giving up that grand slam. And um, it was like, it was a 2 nothing game. Then it was 2-1. And um, then it was 3-1. Uh, to one, And then 4-1. to one, Then 8-1. to one, And it's kind of like they get into that part of the lineup and it's just oh man it's I don't know I just don't see the Rays backing down I I like uh, the thought of Kirby here and I think you know if he does pitch well we'll never see him at this price again but I don't know I can't I just can't do it I can't get there sorry I'm not sorry I'm not sorry to be honest with you 
Not one bit. And I love Marcus Stroman. I'm taking the reverse run line here with the Cubs. Anyways, any props, any parlays, anything like that going on today? So, I have one. Go ahead, Joe. Mother's okay, Day parlay uh, here. Yeah, I'm going to take... The mother of all, all parlays. The, money, the mother of all parlays. All the money line. <laughs> Three uh, games here. I'm going to take the LA Dodgers, the Padres, and the Giants. That mother parlay. <laughs> Brian, anything? Yeah, for me, I'm going to take the Miami Heat plus any points you can get. The Chicago Cubs on the money line teamed up with the Texas Rangers plus one and a half game one. Chris Ruffalo. Sir, I'm going to go with the uh, the San Diego Padres, the over in the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates and Cincinnati Reds game, and the uh, Blue Jays on the run line. Jovan. Yeah, I got a four-teamer. I'll um, throw out the Rays, the Padres, the Mets, and the White Sox. Sox over. White Mets game um, one or two? Oh, that's game one. That's the one with Scherzer. Yeah, so the one with Scherzer, game one. Game one. Al Ninos. Yeah, Mets game one, minus one. Mets game one, minus one. Mets game one, minus one. That should have been a premium. The line came out late. I really like that game a lot. All right. I like the Rangers in both of the games today parlayed up with the Cubs. Rangers, Rangers, Cubs. First game, by the way. Are the New York Rangers playing today too, Joe? No, yesterday. Ah. It could have gone Rangers, Rangers, Rangers. And then we got the Cubs kicker, which if we hit the first three legs of the parlay, then we could we got a lot of options. Which bet all. You miss halftime, Joe? Yeah, I do. I really am missing football, actually. I'm starting to uh, kind of twitch a little bit without it. Kind of ready for those halftime shows. I like them. Absolutely. They're I'll, a lot of fun. I love doing them. Turn on USFL if you miss NFL. I have not That's seen. True. I have I have flicked through a bit of it. I've seen zero. I've seen zero of it. Anyone? Have you seen any of it? Anybody? Lots of hurt. Lots of Miami Hurricanes all over the league. I'm it's sure there are. Fault. We've had a yeah, we've had a run of we've had a run of of not so good coaches, but um, don't worry. The sheriff's back in town, and uh, we can pay our players legally now, and we're going to be good. No one pays players like we do. So, <laughs> you, you want to go into this pay for play crap? You you pick the wrong you pick the wrong team to jump on because we've been paying players long before you were allowed to pay players. Long before <laughs> we're, we're experts at this. You want to talk about like no show jobs? <laughs> we invented the no show job. You want to talk about two hundred thousand dollars for a sushi dinner? come to the right place yacht trips <laughs> we always have the pictures of the players on the yacht <laughs> it's like oh man we came like it's like for the stuff that alabama is doing we almost got the death penalty for that anyways thanks everyone for joining us oh man can't wait for college football especially we got the new sheriff in town we got a boatload of boosters i mean a crap ton you know 
boosters for Miami. We got big name Marcus Limonis, big time booster. Was he the prophet? Right? He's got like owns he owns like stadiums. All right. Thanks, everyone, for joining us. We appreciate each and every one of you. Make it a winning day. A lot of games on the card today, so bet with your head, not your heart. Well, I bet with your heart, too, why not? Enjoy yourself out there. Bet responsibly. Stay the hell away from Garrett Cole. Have a great day. See you tomorrow.